Welcome to Modern Family Matters, a podcast devoted to exploring family law topics that matter most to you, covering a wide range of legal, personal, and family law matters with expert analysis from skilled attorneys and professional guests. We hope that our podcast provides answers, clarity, and guidance towards a better tomorrow for you and your family. Here's your host, Steve Altitian. I'm Steve Altitian, Director of Client Partnerships at Pacific Cascade Legal. I'm here with our founding attorney, Louis Landerholm, to talk about when limited scope representation ends and what to do if you need further legal help. Say, Louis, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, Steve? I'm doing well. So let's start with the first part of this question. When does limited scope representation terminate? The uh, the answer is always all of our clients and potential clients' favorite answer. It depends. <laughs> it depends on a couple of things. One, it can be it can be based on agreement. Like we have been hired for a, a limited scope of a project um, or a limited scope of like a you know restraining order hearing when we're just going to a discrete hearing. Then our representation will end based on agreement. Sometimes it's just that it ends based off of the, you know, client no longer needs advice. Um, so in, in other instances, we will be advising throughout an entire case. And whether we are then drafting the documents or reviewing the documents at the end to then finalize everything, it can end, you know, when the case is over. So there's a, there's a lot of, with limited scope, there's a lot of control with that the client has. There's a lot of control that we have in order to determine how much we're going to do and when, and then client can determine when they no longer need the advice or services. Um, so it kind of just depends on on, on the client's uh, needs. So it comes to an end. One way or the other, your services stop. What happens after that? Is there is there some sort of, of notice that goes to anybody? What happens after the end of it? Again, it depends. If we're if we're handling a hearing on a limited scope, then we will withdraw from the case. Most of the time, we aren't necessarily attorneys of record, so notices don't have to go anywhere. Essentially, you know, clients and attorneys have the conversation, and they just say, you know, they just say, okay, I no longer need help at this time. Um, if that changes, then we can just kind of pick back up where we left off or help with another piece of the case. But it really just depends on what the client's needs really are. And that kind of leads into the, the, the last question, the second part of it, which is, let's say I need further assistance. Either we're in the middle of the case and and you've done all this stuff and I'm thinking, hey, you know, I want you to do, do some more. You're doing a good job. And or, you know, a year later, what would I do as the, as the client to get that extra assistance? Yeah, I mean, the, the easiest, obviously, is anybody can call our, our office and can always talk to our, um, you know, our team. They know what's going on in all of our cases from a case management software that we have. So, um, you know, they can look up who our client is, what type of agreement, who the attorney was, who the paralegal is. And then we can get if it's been a, you know, a good amount of time, then, you know, get back in touch with them and have a conversation about what's required next. 
most of the time, it's kind of an ongoing relationship where then, you know, our clients will just email their attorney and say, hey, I need to schedule a, a meeting or I need to schedule a phone call to go over the next phase of our negotiations. And then we'll jump on a call and go over that. So it's dependent on whatever the kind of stage of the case it is and how long it's been. Um, but we can, I mean, we're, we're flexible. We can do it anyway, essentially. That sounds cool. It sounds like the, you know, the client isn't at the very beginning forced to make a decision. I want just this and then be stuck without that. There, there are a lot of ways that that can be adjusted and to whatever they need. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of times as well, we'll have somebody start where they feel like, okay, yeah, we're just going to negotiate. It'll be pretty straightforward and easy, but then things break down or things get complicated. Uh, and then court happens. Well, then we can be hired then to jump in and to handle the case on a full representation basis at that point to then take over the case and see it through to the end. So there are, the, I mean, it's, there's a lot of different options. We already know the case because we're um, working in the background or we're working to advise anyway. So then we're just, you know, as long as we have enough time and we have that conversation about when the hearing is, when trial is, what are the issues, what's the evidence, discovery, all of these things, then um, we generally have the opportunity to then take over the case to be able to represent client in court, um, you know, to see it through to the end. I like it. Last question. If someone else, they had been working with another attorney or by themselves, and they're halfway through the case, the case is over and they got to now figure out what to do. Something happened after the judgment. Can they still come to us for limited source, limited representation? Yeah, I mean, yes. In our consultation, when having a conversation with myself or one of our other attorneys, we'll help our potential clients understand if if it's something that we can help with. Can we jump into a case at that point? Are we up again too close to trial where, you know, we we generally, if we don't have about 45 days, like we, we can't jump into a trial because we need to be able to get the case worked up properly, uh, you know, for the court and to make sure that we've got all the evidence and understand the case. There are constraints on those type of things after a case is done. Something like in Oregon, we can't modify property division. So if somebody comes to us after the fact and the judge has ruled on property division, I mean, we can't go and modify that. There may be appellate, you know, things that somebody can do, but that's that would be a, a different attorney that would handle that. So really just, all I would say, always call us, ask the question. We'll be able to answer if it's something that we can actually help with or not, or if we can't refer to an appellate attorney, or, you know, just understand that we need to modify later, and this is what modification looks like down the road, and, and have that conversation. I like that. Well, thank you, Lewis, for sitting down joining us talking about when limited scope representation ends and what to do if you need further legal assistance. So thanks today. Yeah, you're welcome, Steve. And thank you everyone for joining us. If anyone has further questions, as always, feel free to contact our firm and we can get you connected with an attorney who can help you. And until next time, stay safe, stay happy and be well. This has been Modern Family Matters, a legal podcast focusing on providing real answers and direction for individuals and families. Our podcast is sponsored by Lander Home Family Law and Pacific Cascade Family Law. 
serving families in Oregon and Washington. If you are in need of legal counsel or have additional questions about a family law matter important to you, please visit our websites at LanderHomeLaw.com or PacificCascadeFamilyLaw.com. You can also call our headquarters at 503-227-0200 to schedule a case evaluation with one of our seasoned attorneys. Modern Family Matters, advocating for your better tomorrow and offering legal solutions important to the modern family.